Oh, hello there. Welcome to Tim and Joel calling in the ring. We're going to talk about wrestling. Hi, Joel. Hello, Tim. How are you today? I'm doing good. It's nice to be back. And oh, we're not dropping the bit. No. Yeah, we're, we're just we going to drop, drop a bit. the bit. All right. It's, it's going to get weird after a few minutes. Yeah, after a few hours, right? Because that's how long we. That's how long most wrestling streamers stream, right? A few hours. Yeah. Yeah, we got to go a few hours. We got to yeah, we got to get uh, everyone's money's worth. We got to talk about literally every single show, give every single hot take, uh, and, and even the shows we didn't watch, we have to give hot takes. Yeah, of course. I'll just make some stuff up. For example, that. did you know the Bullet Club is back in New Japan? Did you know that? I didn't know they went away. I assumed they've been an ever-present force, giving every faction in New Japan has like 30 members. Yes, well, they have rebuilt. They've added people that everyone swore we're going to retire. Juice Robinson has joined Bullet The Undertaker. Club. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> know, apparently, actually, apparently wrestling Zontaku last night was really fun, and I might go back and watch it. But Wait, how old you're... is Juice Robinson? Why would he retire? Did he hurt himself real bad? <laughs> retire, sorry. Retire is the wrong word. It was take time off. He Piss wanted off. to take Got some it. time off. Yeah, yeah. Do, do what smart people do when they've ran themselves ragged for several years wrestling. Mm, feel that. Yeah, I see. I see people are just like, he joined the what? What's going on, chat? How you doing? You know what to do. Drop us a thumbs up if you're here in the chat or if you're watching after the fact. It helps us get into our friends' ears and to your friends' ears talking about pro wrestling. And you can leave a comment after the fact. You can join us in the chat like we're always doing. And subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooked because that will also help us a lot. Tim won't have to wear his glasses like that anymore if you're watching on video. And you can also send us a super chat and you can uh, donate a super chat, get your question or statement right on the air. What happens with that is you support Fightful Overbook because we are, as I say, self-funded. We are funded self-sufficiently. Okay. We are self-funded. Self word. Self-funded is the word that I use because I don't know words. But our Discord is free and there's a link in the description. Go and join us there. We talk about wrestling. We talk about non-wrestling. And sometimes Tim and I show up to talk about stuff. Yeah, we're not married to self-funded. If there's any uh, angel investors out there. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we can somebody drop else... that real quick. <laughs> yeah, if somebody wants to uh, fund us themselves, we'll also take yeah. that money. Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. That, that includes uh, sponsors. We're looking at you, high-end sponsors of wrestling stuff i don't know we can't get nord vpn we can't get manscape we can't get i could i i would like a, a purveyor of tasteful wrestling tees no gaudy giant images on the front just just like a little like like if mjf put out a shirt that just you know like a little lacoste logo like a, like a little mjf logo over the over the left breast maybe a polo pick that up i just want wrestling guys and girls and just just, just wrestlers i want them to do more v-neck designs yeah dated it was in now it's out you're again. dated Forget they missed you. they missed the whole boat on v-necks right like they just they never made them and now they're gone away again not i i still wear v-necks because a i find them more comfortable than regular because i got a big old head apparently uh but I, <laughs> okay <laughs> i do look at look at my head it's a big it, old head it contours it contours well it works for yeah me. anyway so i like that but uh I, I don't know the the regular ones just make my just make me feel like my head's big and fat Okay, Roger. Now I gotta gotta see you in a rego a rego shirt. They exist. There, there are episodes where I've done them in regular shirts. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm I'm too lazy. It's Wrestling with fashion. What am I doing here? All right. What do you want to do? What do you want to talk about? Where do you want to lead off? The thumbnails about the releases. You and I have a lot of. Uh, we've had on and off conversations over the years about releases. We can talk about that. We can talk about Butch. Apparently, in Paris, uh, people were chanting for Butch like crazy. Butch is over. Sorry, folks. Pete Dunn is dead. Butch, long live Butch. Viva la Butch. Just French Butch chants like Butch, 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 Butch. They were chanting Butch. They were chanting mouth. Mouth, mouth, mouth. Mouth, mouth. Yeah. Uh, that's know. what that's... we're doing here. I mean, I don't have a problem with Butch. Uh, the where is Butch shtick is dead to me. I wish that would end, but I know that, that that's just because he was in, in France, <laughs> in, in he... Europe, while they taped the show, so. If you could put him anywhere, where would you put Butch? It's like uh, Elf on a Shelf, but it's Butch. I don't know what the rest of that would be. Someone else can in the chat can tell us. Butch on a Rooch. Uh, no, Butch. yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of a rhyme. What uh, rhymes with Butch? Uh, uh, nothing real. 
I'm making up a lot of fake words. Okay, hold on. We're going to rhyme zone. We're going to do rhyme this. zone. Rhyme zone. Rhyme, rhyme zone. Can sponsor us. We'll do a, a rap every every show if rhyme zone sponsors us. We could do a little rap and then say sponsored by rhyme zone. Does rhyme zone one. make money? We got one. One. And that is push. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, for those who don't know, that is a sudden or decisive change of government illegally <laughs> or by work? force. <laughs> we can't let Butch go that far. I don't think we can do that with Butch. He does not seem like a level-headed fellow. He should not be uh, taking control of anything. Not even his own group. No. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Should we, ta if... should we talk about something? <laughs> we are. We're talking about Butch. Are we talk is that what this is? It's fine. Oh, yeah. Butch is this fine. Is the Butch Everyone hour. leave Butch alone. Tim and Joel call it about Butch. <laughs> this week, listen, this week in wrestling didn't give me all that much, okay? Hey, uh, you know what? You said Raw was the best show, and I disagree. Okay, tell me what uh what did you not like? It was it was Randy Orton's no, I didn't, it's anniversary. Not that I, it's not that I didn't like Raw. It's just Dynamite was good. Dynamite was great. You you undersold it. Dynamite was 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 fine. I don't think Dynamite like blew me away in a certain way, but uh, I don't know. I no, enjoyed no weekly wrestling show is blowing me away. I can tell That's you fair. tell you that much. I get it. Listen, like it's I, I go back and forth about this all the time. I think it's really tough when you're someone who goes on the internet or goes on whatever talks about wrestling all the time. Uh, it, it's hard to stay as invested as you would want to be compared to people who maybe drifting out or. Uh, are a little more casual. And actually, I talk about this with uh, Tom Talks Rubbish. I did a, an interview with him that should be dropping on his channel soon, where like I discussed the fact that I rely more on Tim's opinion when it comes to wrestling because, Tim, you're not like me watching literally everything all the time. And so I appreciate that. Yeah, I think I like... I said something a little while ago where I was talking about um, go, puttering around and doing other things while I'm watching wrestling. Um, and you know, someone was like, well, what, that doesn't make sense. And you know, he's, he's one of our viewers. It's fine. It's not an unreasonable take. Cause like, why am I watching something if I'm not watching something? The problem is like, I don't think the people who are saying that have to watch all this shit. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm watching both of WWE and AEW's like main shows and it's too much. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. So like, you know, that's the good, the barometer for me. If I stop cleaning my apartment, because it feels like it's perpetually cleaning the kitchen. I know that was a meme for a couple of weeks. Like, <laughs> uh, then it's, it's something good, right? So like, you know, the matches, I, I pay attention as much as I can. And I watch the ones that are really good. Dax and, and Cash, I watched. And the right man won. Go balds. Um, but like, you know, you can't focus in on this. And if you are like, I don't know, if you're zeroed in, I know, I know you watch a lot, but there's no way you're zeroed in on this stuff. I know oh, you no. watch some shows at the same time. Like, yeah, it, you, you'd have to be absolutely sick. Like, that is an unhealthy relationship with wrestling. FYI, if you're watching <laughs> with with sole focus, everything that is being programmed right now, seek help. Because <laughs> like, it, that's too it takes much. a lot. It does. Like, it that takes is a lot. way too much. That's unhealthy. I was. I, I hung out with the Love Wrestling crew last night doing they were playing Jackbox games on uh, on their Twitch channel. And while they were doing that, I was watching the Triple Mania show. I was watching Triple Mania. And then I was also kind of going back and forth between that and GCW yeah. because I know that I'm going to have to talk about Triple Mania and GCW on Tuesday on Graphy Hour. So, like, I'll go back again and then watch it later. But I watch some of it live. Um, but I agree. Like, I don't I don't go out of my way. It's uh, yeah, I, it's and... passive. I have three monitors in front of me. And at, at, at the most, I'll have two shows on two monitors if yeah. something really important's going on that I need to track both or like I'm just whatever, maybe killing time if, if there's like two massive shows going on, which is super rare. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's you know, it's it's not that. It is what it is like. And I, the highlights are unavoidable now. There's another thing, media. too. So you get the you get the important bits. That This is why we talk about ratings not mattering a damn bit, because yeah. YouTube's the better barrage, like the better metric, because yeah. you put your highlights up and you see how they they do. People love that arm wrestling shit. <laughs> well, that, and that's exactly it. And for a week, you know, people were saying like, oh, really interested to see what the arm wrestling segment's going to do on YouTube, because guess what? The last time they did it, it did gangbusters. So it's, you know, is it going to happen again? Is this what people want to see? It's entertainment. I get it. Also, if you watch Someone... Raw all three hours live, it's tough. It's a slog to sit for three hours with commercial okay. breaks. It, that's the thing. I breeze through Raw because, like, 
it was mostly ads and entrances. Like that's yes. what it mostly is. Like it is a way to serve ads over a long period of time and fill television content, which is increasingly becoming not the most relevant thing. And, but you're still feeding ads into the people who, who watch it, who are probably the people most impacted by advertisement. So like the format works, I hate it, but it is what it is. Like, and that's, and I, and that's this exactly is why I watch it. it after I skip through it. Like, yeah, and, and that's that's the best part is that you can you can skip through it. You DVR it or you find other means to watch it. The Hulu cuts another option, whatever it is. However, yeah. you find a way to watch it. Often watching it live just becomes such a slog unless you're doing other things, which allows you to kind of take your mind away from the fact that there are commercials or that there's a lot of waiting and waiting. And uh, yeah, that, that's just kind of the way that it goes when it comes to watching live most of the time. My brain can only ingest so many pizza, like pizza and eugenics ads before like <laughs> I want to destroy everything. So. 1-800-Eugenics, it'll get your dick hard. <laughs> Again. Again. Maybe. Maybe it's been a while, but we got you. P.S. Oh. Nugenics, if you're watching, we will absolutely take the sponsorship. Y'all could just work out. And until then, I'm going I'm to say don't buy Nugenics until they pay me to tell you to buy Nugenics. At which now point, they're never I will do a 180. They will now never. they're never going to pay us. Thank you. I don't think much. they're legal in Canada, so it would be a dicey situation. <laughs> doesn't matter it's a u.s company well it's not but it's whatever most of the most of the fifle staff are in the u.s except for me and like three others mm -hmm. uh let's okay so what i liked about raw i like that there was a through thread it was randy's 20-year yeah. anniversary i like that they found a way to turn that into an eight-man tag i enjoyed it was a great, that yeah and it was a really like yeah i saw some people talking about how it felt a little bit crowded but it was like no i i actually i thought that this is one of the rare times where they they narratively put together a match that was like a big main event match and it felt comfortable and you had three different storyline three different storylines that are actually good stories put together into one main event i thought that was good i thought that was really good they they managed so they've been managing story quite well on raw which is like yeah. it sucks because only one wwe show can be good at a time but like <laughs> yeah we'll talk about it, smackdown this Don't one's worry. good this one's good i i i love zeke's over hell yeah like I, I want to speak that. with Zeke like, every week. I want to speak with Zeke. He's got the tassels now. He's he's macho man <laughs> without a beard. After, after showing up for his 2K20 uh, shoot and Vince being like, "The tassels make you look like Macho Man. Don't wear them." He's out with the tassels. He looks like <laughs> more like Macho Man than ever. <laughs> he looks like more like Macho Man than Macho Man looks. Oh, it's ridiculous. I can't do his thing, his voice. But anyway, uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. That's how we had a through thread through the entire night. It's Randy's 20th anniversary. People were happy to see that. And of course, I could, RK Bro is super over. So why so not? Over. It was it was fine. And for for like you said, for an eight man tag, it took a bunch of storylines, cohesively put them together. And it, it made sense, which is fine by me. I enjoy that. Um, Belair, Bianca Belair versus Sonia Deville. There's listen, we're, we're probably going to see this match happen at at WrestleMania backlash. We probably oh, you think you think, we're, you think we're it's going to happen again for no yeah. good reason? It's going to happen. But Even though this couldn't have been more decisive. <laughs> this yeah, well that's the thing, right? In the end it was very decisive because you had uh Sasha uh, sorry, Sonia Deville doing the whole like I'm in charge. Now it's an ODQ match. I'm in charge. Now it's a uh, uh, false count anywhere match. Whatever. That drove me nuts, but also yeah, because like, it's revisiting this weird thing from Naomi that is yeah, um, exactly. like, and it's just it, it's so predictable. Like the second one, she was counted out immediately, and I was like, okay, DQ next. Okay, she's still gonna lose. Like awful, awful garbage. Yeah, uh, and then you you had, of course, for some reason, Carmella and Zelina are friends again. And I, that that part was this silly. this is what's driving me nuts the most about WWE is they're like willingness to just sweep stuff under the rug like they will not narratively address a lot of things and it's like there's no good excuse for this other than you just don't care because it doesn't matter and like right. it sucks that it doesn't matter like if people would stop watching this crap like it might change but it's not going to because you keep watching it you keep interacting and you keep bitching about it on social media here's the thing just stop talking about it entirely. It makes it like, you know, it's ironic coming cute coming from us, but that's, yeah. you know, you, you want to talk about WWE. So I'm here to talk about WWE. If the rest of y'all could just stop 
(laughs) it might actually change like then we could stop talking about it too well no the problem Um, is we talk about it and then they do it so clearly we're the ones that people need to listen to because it's gonna happen the problem is when they listen to us the bad things happen because we get the bad stuff right yeah because we predict the bad stuff because it's it's you know they're phoning it in like the entire crew is phoning it in and that's so obvious to me that it's it's just exhausting because it's like how, how, how do you not care this much like it's your every day and it's something that hopefully everyone who works there is passionate about but man, i don't know maybe working for them is so miserable that they're all just like <laughs> bianca wins the match she looks oh, looks in her home in her hometown no but hey wwe doesn't do the hometown wins now someone told vince hey you got to start doing it and now he's doing it so either way she wins. I'm sure they're going to replay the match next week on Mother's Day. So hopefully on Mother's Day, Bianca Belair, who is a a, a mother herself, she doesn't. Anyway, we're not going to get into the semantics of motherhood. Um, she takes care. Of, she has kids. You know, oh, okay. I didn't married know, to Tez. I, they, Tez I tried kids. to. I, oh, I didn't know that. I, I tried to avoid uh, any knowledge of these people's personal lives. <laughs> I understand that feeling. But anyway, it's Mother's Day on uh, WrestleMania Backlash Day, at least here in North America. So hopefully she gets the win on Mother's Day and that will be that. Uh, wouldn't it be wild if that show had absolutely no women's matches and it was Mother's Day? So they just gave the entire women's roster the, the day off. They, they don't do that. Also, there, there's already there, there's Charlotte versus Ronda. We'll get to that, too. Um, I don't have anything to say about Veer because Veer is Veer. He's awesome and everyone should love him because he's going to be yeah, United States champion. Place. Yeah, he just unloaded all over uh, some guy again. Uh, Tim the Tapman, it looked like. Tim the Tapman. People had a different name for this guy. They all thought he was someone else. It was actually quite impressive. I mean, again... He's one of us, which there's a lot of us. So. I don't have tattoos and I'm not bald. <laughs> yeah. You got to have one of the three. You got to have one or three of three. You can't have two of three. Mm-hmm. You have to have the beard, the bald, and the tattoos. Yeah. You were the guy that Veer faced this past Monday. Exactly. Congratulations. Well, I'm a little leaner. but <laughs> <laughs> That is accurate. It's true. You follow follow Tim on, on the Tim and Joel pod. Instagram. Sometimes he posts his gym regiment. It's uh, just anyway. on my Instagram, Tim Stone P. <laughs> Talk about arm wrestling. I know you loved arm wrestling. It was fun. Omos. I didn't love it. Uh, it made me a little bit uncomfortable because MVP was like it, it, MVP felt like the third guy in a hot in a motel room <laughs> in a chair during that segment to me. And I, I, I don't know that I want to explain more than that, but him like just kind of whispering into Bobby's ear while he's doing something. <laughs> sweet nothings. Just sweet It nothings. was unpleasant to me. And it it, it it ended the way I thought it did. It, nothing or I thought it would. Nothing nothing significant happened. Bobby did fine. Amos did fine. MVP did fine. It's fine. It's fine. There you go. Omos the match happened the at WrestleMania, so I, I I don't care what happens now. So. I assume it happens again at WrestleMania Backlash. You you'd think, yeah. Anyway, uh, Becky Lynch comes back. She's all like, I lost my title. This is bullshit. And then Asuka comes back. And so it's nice to see Asuka doing the dance, doing the thing, looking great. Uh, Someone posted a photo or a screen cap of like her on the turnbuckle with the the background of the the Titantron. And it looks great. Like her... uh, her, the image that they put up with with the Oscar and all the colors, it's it's kind of wild. Uh, yeah. But anyway, it's good to see her back. It's going to be nice to do Oscar and Becky as a starting <gasps> a non title feud. Wow. Yeah, and especially for those two, there's there's history there, and hopefully, hopefully, they draw from some of that. I doubt that they'll do much, but if they can at least, at least, this is bar low, bare minimum, bring up the fact that Becky Lynch gave Oscar the championship when she wanted it money in the bank in 2020 if they can at least pull some of that out i'll be happy i'll, I'll start there well yeah i think they did becky was like i just i handed that bitch my title <laughs> like, that's right like, that's right it was on social she's like i can't in. believe it's i gave in. that bitch my title yes yeah uh flicked her nose people think it's a penis thing now because oscar put some stuff on the internet people are weird man people are weird what <laughs> i don't i don't, I don't know I don't, SpongeBob i don't want to know any further let's continue spongebob memes means people are weird anyway yeah, i, I didn't know. watch spongebob at all i'm too old for i'm too old same finn ballard defeated damien priest that happened but the real finn, one wait finn what <laughs> yeah apparently finn won that match well i don't think that's right though 
I don't think that's right. <laughs> no, my that notes that's not right at all. Like, Damn you, he Wade busted Keller. Out like a new finisher. It's not correct. <laughs> Damn you, Wade Keller. You've screwed me again. Had my notes all messed up. No, Damien Priest won. That's how it yes. worked. After the slow entrance ramp thing. Yes, Judgment Day, as they're called. Judgment, which is a terrible name for a faction. They could just be saying Judgment Day all the time. No, it's because of that. No, it's because of the old uh, Edge uh, paper. I know why. That makes it worse, bud. That makes it worse. Balor should have won the match. Anyway, they could have called it Purveyors of Justice or whatever. (laughs) Purveyors of Justice. Listen, his name is no longer Damian Priest. It is Punishment. And if Ciampa joins, he will be known as Retribution. Uh, they had a reckoning. They could have. They could bring her back. I guess absolutely. But reckoning is too busy having matches against Japanese talent for another wrestling company. Miz TV. I enjoyed Miz TV because we saw the return of Mustafa Ali, and it's nice to see him back. He's he's him and and Theory are gonna have a title program, I guess. Uh, not before Miz loses a match to Mustafa Ali. Cool. Good match. Why not? Yeah. It's a good segment. I enjoyed the segment. I enjoyed the match. It's good to see Ali back. We'll see where that goes. Do you have any expectations considering he was off TV for so long? And no, he still seems while we sad were, to be there. And, <laughs> like, and requested his release while we were on the air several months ago. He he didn't, I don't know. Like his wrestling is amazing. His delivery on his what is a pretty soft promo. Like he got through it. It was good. It's just like, I don't know. It does seem he seems dispirited and like his music sucks like his packaging is just not what is deserving of a wrestler that talented like it i don't know what's he gonna do too is he gonna beat theory do you think they're gonna do that yeah he beats theory wins the u.s championship and then veer mahan beats ali yeah like it's not i don't know not this doesn't lead anywhere for him so it's like i don't know i think his best shot would have been getting released but they ain't gonna give it to him because he's too damn good Somebody put that on the on the uh, Tim and Joel predictions predictions list. By the way, yeah. Ali beats Theory for the title. Veer Mahan beats. Th- this is this is this is the next step. Uh, and then, of course, after the match, Champa attacks Ali, which I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, do, that Ciampa, sounds Ciampa good. and Ali are going to have good good matches. I'm I'm excited for that. I I don't know what their idea for that is going to be for Champa. Like narratively, is Champa fighting Ali? But we'll figure it out. Because the lights will turn purple, and then we will have the new addition to the uh, Judgment Day. Yeah, take that as you will. <laughs> What's that? Something wrong face? with Edge's knees? Why can't he walk anymore? <laughs> because you need to pull the thing. He needs. He needs to get the New Day Throne entrance after they took yeah, away the yeah. crown from Xavier Woods. Uh, okay. Do we want to talk about NXT, and then we can talk about the releases from NXT? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I didn't really pay attention to the final segment. I missed uh, Joe Gacy's speech. All you need to know is that Joe Gacy has uh, druids now a- instead of one giant guy wearing a a, a um, jumper. I liked that gimmick. Mechanic suit. I don't know why he's just gone. Mysterious. <laughs> we'll talk the about druids that. Ate him. The druids did, in fact, eat up Harland. Yeah. It's your fault, Harlan, for getting married. We'll talk about that soon. Uh, so, so one thing I liked about NXT, NXT featured a lot of women, had a, a, a shit ton of women's segments, announced the breakout tournament in two weeks. It's going to start. Uh, I'm hoping for some good matches. I'm ho- hoping for some good characters. Um, oh, I think I think you better lower your expectations for the latter. I need to watch Level Up from this week because Bianca Corelli, who is now going by... A name that sounds like Ariana Grande. Sorry. Bianca Corelli oh, is yeah, Santino Morella's. Yeah. Uh, I, I think she's going by like Ariana Grace. Anyway, yeah. th- that's Santino Morella's uh, daughter. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. She's, she had her first match on on, on uh, Level Up. And apparently it was quite good. So I'm looking forward to watching her. Um, she'll probably be in this whole thing. Nikita Lyons and Lash Legend will probably be in it for some reason. Because they had a match that was not very good. Let's talk about Nikita Lyons, Tim. Let's do why, it. Let's talk why, about the why the walk. does she walk like an alien, and why are people attracted to the alien walk? <laughs> do, do it's like it. it look, you, you Baywatch. saw it's the Baywatch you walk s- without knowing what the Baywatch walk is. Yeah, you saw it happen. So this is how we kick off NXT: is deep breath, chin up, shoulders back, ass and hips back as far as humanly possible to the point of abnormality, 
and then walk like a psychopath. Like <laughs> She's counting her steps, which is something that I yeah. point out to a lot of people a lot of time when it comes to ring work. They're counting their steps in the ring. They're counting their steps to their entrances. That's something that you work on in practice. That's something that you work on when you're in the ring and the TV cameras aren't on. It's not something that you're doing while you're going to the ring live on a show that airs on nationally syndicated television. Um, it's not syndicated, but anyway, national television, live yeah, television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she goes to the ring and she's counting her steps and she's trying to sing along with the theme. She does that every week. And then she does the, the punches thing. And then the kick. punches look terrible, just flailing, yeah. just spastic flailing in the ring, followed by a, a pretty good kick. Like, kick she's always had she has the training yeah. shadow boxing is tough enough to do but it just it doesn't apparently, look apparently i don't know why it's so hard for people to throw punches but it's all it's all leading to her doing the roar thing where she does it really loud and someone oh and, she's a lion yeah because she's lying and someone told her like hey you gotta you gotta yell your you do the yell and she did it so you gotta you gotta roar because our audience are idiots so <sighs> Although looking at that audience, they might be idiots. Natty came out. Yawn. Cora Jade came out. That was fine. They hit people with their tiny skateboard. <laughs> if you're going to hit someone with anything, make sure it's a tiny skateboard. Boom. Uh, now you got a bad tag match that I don't want to watch. And now there's a weird ass tag match at spring breaking, which by the way, still bugs me that it's spring breaking without the G. And spring not- breaking. But it's but it sounds like they're saying it's it's a break and enter like spring break in. Yeah, it does. It does sound like like they're saying spring break in. By the way, I don't care who does whose theme in this case. It doesn't sound. Oh yeah, no, we're well aware. We're well aware that she wraps her own. It doesn't. That doesn't make it good. Does not make it good. Does not sound good. If anything, it it should be. It, it makes it more ridiculous that she has to like think about it, which means that it was just put together. Like it wasn't something she's super familiar with. Like, so spring B and E is next is week. It spring break over. Yes. In it Florida? was several what weeks f- ago. Like, <laughs> I don't know how we got to spring break in who thought that the- it's because it's- Braun breakers back is broken. That's it. Like, I guess my God. Is this, is this the spring of breaking? I don't know. Spring That's of breaking. So much alliteration. Braun Breaker's back is broken. Man. Oh, we're gonna use that next week. Yeah, I'm sure it'll get. It'll <laughs> get all the fake SEO. news. Just throw yeah. up a lie. Probably get a numbers. New rumor. Anyway, let's let's move on. <laughs> Wrestling with a broken back. <laughs> BB wrestle. Anyway, uh, oh no, never mind. <laughs> actually Stone. that could make that could make some different numbers let's put that uh, a call of righteous reg from grapsity uh roderick strong hyping up diamond mind everyone sucks when they're paired with roderick strong and it got even worse for roddy by the end of the week did you roddy see Br- so oh man okay so bivens during that segment was just there like looking all, all, <laughs> he all knew. mad while, he while knew. like while <laughs> While Roddy and the rest of them are just giving the lamest promo, <laughs> like they just sound like dorks. It's bad deliver, like bad delivery. Like it's true. Roddy, Roddy is cursed. He has that wrestler's curse where he's an excellent wrestler. So good. But when you give him a microphone, he just sounds like a dork. Yeah, he's just it's just unfortunate. So you got you got to put him with someone like Malcolm Bivens, but unfortunately not the case anymore. We'll get to that in a second. But Bivens is sitting there the whole time, being like, "I won't be here by next week." Uh, and so Viking Raiders are now, for some reason, sure fight the Vikings. I don't care <laughs> yeah, anymore. Exactly. Like... Roddy Strong's like, "Hey, I did these dark matches, and these guys were watching me, so now we're best friends. So you're gonna face these guys. That's gonna be how we get to this match." Uh, yeah, there we go. Bivens is pissed off. Writing. He's seething at roddy so we're gonna have to we're gonna i don't know how we're gonna figure that out but we'll talk about the releases and how that affects storylines or doesn't in some cases uh tony d faces von wagner because zion quinn couldn't do his match sure it happened von wagner got the win does that mean that that zion quinn was supposed to beat uh what's his face tony d is that what's happening Maybe. why did von von wagner won why 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 von wagner won because braun breaker needs an opponent for the next big winter snowshoe competition on usa they're they're hyping him up 
And like, I think they also might have had Zion go over because Tony D doesn't need it and they need to build Zion. Yeah, the Don needs, uh, he's going to have to build up some wins. It, too was, it, it was funny seeing that they had another plot line for Von Wagner that they didn't drop or adjust in any way. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they just shoehorned it in at the end of the show. <laughs> Man, when like, oh Ikeman yeah, Jiro, we beat up that that country bumpkin. <laughs> when Ikeman Jiro comes back looking more jacked than ever and beats Van Wagner, that's what I'm waiting for. Oh man, just rips through jackets like <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate Jiro. <laughs> it's like a Dragon Ball Z thing. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, so I I mean. Von Wagner going for the NXT title makes sense. And then Tony D going for the uh, North American championship is probably where I'm going. And that's probably why the disparity, disparaging yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or discrepancy in victory, whatever you want to call it. Disparity uh, works too. Disparity. Yeah. That's the word. I yeah. Listen, man, I'm sleep deprived. Yeah, uh, Roxy Roxanne is getting celebrational kudos from Indy Hartwell and uh, redacted. Uh, and uh, all of a sudden now comes toxic attraction. <laughs> She sorry, Virgin Parada. I will speak. I'll, I'll, I'll come on. I like these people. Virgin Parada yeah, yeah. and Indy Hartwell are congratulating Roxanne on getting a win on their on her first match. And then uh, Toxic Attraction just like you got lucky. And Roxy's like, "Bitch, try me." And there we have. Yeah, match. the one thing I didn't like about this segment is that it was essentially just the same segments we've seen with Cora Jade, but with Roxy put in. So I was like, "Oh, okay." Exactly. I just we're just gonna reuse that. Uh, hey, remember when they had a kid? Uh, on tv for a little while on nxt yeah weird. yeah they're about to do that with nathan frazier by the sounds yeah, of it weird. and i like nathan frazier and i like a kid but uh, i don't know why they had a kid wrestling in, in nxt yeah uh, it sounds it's, like he's a little young yeah. yeah you usually want to wait until they're at least above the there the there's a guy in nxt uk who i think i saw nathan frazier wrestle and mistakenly thought that he was nathan frazier he looks like matt berry and i can't, I, I, I don't can't know remember. who that is <laughs> What? He's he's Matt Berry. He's a very funny, talented uh, uh, comedian Actor? and musician. Um, he's on uh, the IT uh, crowd. The, what we do in the shadows. The IT crowd. Yeah, yeah. He's forty-seven years old. Yeah. This guy. This guy has a beard and longish hair. He looks more like uh, like Zach Galifianakis than he looks like. Uh... No, he doesn't look like Zach Galifianakis. He looks like not Nathan Frazier, but somebody I've mistaken Nathan Nathan Frazier with. Let me see. Hold on. He's like an older yeah. guy. Really? You think this guy doesn't look like Zach Galifianakis? No, not at all. I'm looking at the wrong guy. I must be because. Uh, hold on, let me do this. So, sorry, sorry, folks. This is this is breaking news. Breaking. This news doesn't look like Zach Galifianakis to you. No, not at all. You crazy? This, this looks like a, it looks like a Zach Galifianakis look like. Absolutely not. You're insane. All right, whatever. Sorry. For anyway, who does that look like in NXT in NXT UK? If you remember, I don't know. Anyway. They all look the same. That that's a whole that's a whole thing. NXT UK, they all have the same haircuts and everything. Anyway, I'm uh, the same, and it's sidetracked. It's, it's, we got sidetracked. Very very. Anyway, Nathan Frazier here. Enjoy him for the couple weeks that he's around, and uh, it's Ben Carter. See, yeah, Ben Carter is Nathan Frazier. No, okay, never mind. That's a he's I just got played. I got I got I got fooled <laughs> by Evan. Thank you, Evan. That's very funny. I don't know who people are. Um what were we talking? Yeah, anyway, enjoy Nathan Frazier. He'll be here for two weeks, uh, and then you'll never see him again. Good stuff. <laughs> so Nathan Frazier. <laughs> I just want to see something happen, but I like that he, he took out Dre. For some reason, now Andre Chase and Nathan Frazier are gonna be a thing. Is Nathan Frazier gonna join Andre Chase University? I'm I, like I He'll be a guest lecturer on like international relations. Man, again, I feel very weird about uh, Chase. What is it? Andrew Chase? What's his first name again? You just uh, Nathan, Nathan Nathan Frazier, Andre Chase. Andre Chase. Uh, man, he's got all the pieces, but he doesn't know how to wield them, it feels like. Andre Chase. Like the teachable Fair. moment thing. Great, great gimmick, great line. Can't use it. Never delivered well. Don't like it. Every time he, every time he comes out of his mouth, he's like, "Well, that could have been a little bit better." Like, I, I don't mind it because he's very much treated like an undercard gatekeeper, and he knows his role and he plays it yeah, well, yeah. and it's entertaining as hell. But uh, I get what you're saying. There could be a point yeah. where they decide to move him up the card. But for now, for the role he's playing, it works for me. It's hilarious. No, and that's the thing. Like I, I, I think he's fine doing the comedy bit. I just think it could be better. Um, and I don't know, maybe it's just wasted. Maybe you can give it to a better guy. 
Anyway, Grayson Waller and uh, Tiffany Stratton are now going to be the Heat couple, and I'm all for it. Yeah, that's fine. I thought that's that was be good, cute. That good, was a good little shit. backstager. If Tiffany Stratton is in that breakout women's tournament, I feel like she's either going to go to the finals or win the whole damn thing. <laughs> and then she's it's either that or it's Roxanne and she wins and then she wins the uh, the women's championship from uh, from Mandy Rose. Anyway, Caden Carter and Katana Chance, the former Casey Cottonzaro, who is now because that was too of, hard to say, I guess. It's because she owns that name because it's her God given. Oh, name. oh, yeah. God forbid. The, but did you see the video about why she changed her name to Katana Chance? Yeah, it was this, not noteworthy in the slightest. She basically said, I'm a basic white girl and everyone needs to know this. So my name is now Katana Chance. And they took on Yulisa Leone and Valentina Froyce, uh, my favorite tag team that dances. And Caden and Chance, sorry, Carter and Chance, they're the same person. Uh, <laughs> they won the match. Good for them. That's all I got. Yeah. Kaylee Ray's now all the fire. Uh, Josh Briggs and Fallon Henley. What is this? <laughs> Josh Briggs and Fallon Henley versus Walking Wild, Cruz Del Toro, and Electra Lopez. I think it's supposed to be Josh Briggs and Briggs Jensen. Wait, Jensen? Briggs? What? Do you ever get their names mixed up? Because I do. I just call them Briggs and Jensen because I don't know their first name. Brooks <laughs> Jensen, Josh Briggs. Brooks Briggs? is a last name, to be fair. You're not expected to remember that. Who's the woman that's with them? I don't know her name at all. I don't know any part of her name. Fallon Henley, who they introduced. <sighs> so, her name, so she was known as Tesha Price, and she had done a bunch of stuff on Dark before getting signed uh, by WWE. And my favorite introduction of a character in NXT ever is when Fallon Henley was suddenly behind the bar at the bar where Briggs and Jensen were drinking, where they were commiserating over their love of uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter. Fallon Henley serves drinks at her parents' bar in Florida. Weird. That's the gimmick. I think it was Trent Seven, by the way. <laughs> he doesn't look that much like Matt Barry, but... <laughs> no, right. that is definitely... Not. <laughs> Trent Seven's an excellent... Anyway, not, not important. <laughs> Legato del Fantasma wins the match as they should. Uh, Solus Koa, Trick Williams have a really good match. I, honestly, like, so there's not much I can talk about here. And the, the, I'm just, honestly, I'm at the point where I just. I think we spent enough time stuff. on NXT. It was fine. It was fine. Exactly. Thanks, Tom. Tom, thank you for the love. Big love, guys. Loving the show. We love it too. We appreciate you. Let's talk about. We'll talk about these releases. Let's talk about why we should or shouldn't care. And let's talk about the whole gimmick. So. On Friday afternoon, WWE released uh, Dakota Kai, Malcolm Bivens, Dexter Loomis, Persia Parada, Harland, Draco Anthony. Those are the names you probably know best. And then Paige, uh, Prince of Valley, Vishkanya, Raylan Devine, and Mila Milani. I think Mila was Blair Baldwin, who was a referee. Um, yeah. So we find out Dakota Kai, Malcolm Bivens were both offered contracts, said no. They said they were I didn't around. know that. I did not know that about Dakotas. I knew yeah. that about Malcolm's. On top of that, Dakota Kai, like, how many times can you bring someone up for for dark matches, send them back, have them repackage? And, like, if you don't see the writing on the wall, I don't know what to tell you. It was kind of a matter of time type of feeling when it came to Dakota Kai. And that's not me throwing shade at Dakota Kai. It no, just felt no, like we were waiting. Fit. We were all waiting. They don't for the know same what to thing. do. Yeah, they don't know what to do with her because she's, you know, they, they don't have a lot of good ideas. They don't have a lot of ideas, period. So, like, if you don't, like, immediately jump out, it's just not, it is what it is. And she's fine because she can go anywhere and be better off. Like, I don't think, yeah. and if she didn't off, like, if she didn't re-up, then, oh, no big deal. The good, the thing I don't mind about Dakota's absence is that she's been absent. Like, she lost her last match um she was just kind of in and out a little bit like it was narratively there's no loose threads really with her departure so i don't i don't mind too much about that like she'll be fine she'll move on she'll do other stuff and better stuff for sure i just don't think she's a good fit there because they don't know what to write for her and they insist on writing everything so pray page prince of valley was uh blair baldwin my mistake um mila milani was was one of the signees from the vegas trias by the way tom talks rubbish cheers the interview was great i enjoyed it go check it out when it drops uh i will be tweeting that and retweeting that and promoting it when it does drop um dexter loomis to be honest was one of those we kind of we I, talked about this a lot and like yeah. i am a huge fan of him and i was a huge fan of this character i am annoyed that they relied on him recently for a story so heavily 
Like that I hate. This is what I hate about the releases is their sheer lack of effort in terms of keeping the narrative consistent. Like write them off and then release it. Yes. Or like yeah. give them notice. Like they did, I it, they did it with Kushida. Yeah. They wrote off Kushida by having uh, Von Wagner basically throw him into a bunch of trash cans and that was it. And listen, I don't care. I don't care how they do it. They just do it and get rid of them. I don't care if it looks good or not. You have to do it some way. Something like just somehow. something instead of like, I don't accept nothing. I find that irritating and, and like, there's no excuse for that other than just like apathy, which like, why am I supposed to care about your show? If you don't, um, got so that's further than ex- Loomis got further than expected in NXT as well, because he's an older guy. He's yeah. had good success in other places. He wasn't even wrestling when they brought him in. Like, but he was doing like ten pounds of gold. Uh, read, uh, reads like, um, you know, he was doing the ad, not ad reads, it, but doing the uh, the video reads. Yeah, what I was expecting from him wasn't really something I wanted to see anyway. So I'm happy to just see him show up here and there elsewhere. Like I don't think that there was a much of an upside to have him around because what's he going to do? He's going to show up on main roster and they're going to treat him like the boogeyman, as I said a million times. And I don't want that at all because I think he's very talented. I want to see him wrestle. I want to yeah. see him do a character backstage, things like that. But I don't I don't need to see him just be a, a, a gimmick like the boogeyman where he just shows up doing corny stuff over and over again and never wrestles. Telling you now, at Slammiversary, you have the return of Sam Shaw, Dexter Loomis, as Sam Shaw versus Sammy Callahan. There's the match. Yeah, that sounds excellent. Just I'd rather that. see him in Impact. I really would. I think he could like really, really do well in Impact. So. And he's been there. I would like to see him back in Impact doing what he's doing. Uh, Persia Parada, I think to, to some people came as a shock because of I don't the really, fact yeah, that she was that on one's... TV. Her, I don't think she was adapting to WWE style quite as much. And again, that's not a slight at Persia. That's a that's a development thing. That she is just a doesn't style want thing. To wrestle as boring as they want her to. Can't blame you. And uh, Harland, a lot of people started with the whole like, oh, he's the next Brock Lesnar. Harland did that, and Paul Heyman echoed the sentiments, and then people ran with it. And yeah. then everyone wanted to see Harlan on TV and thought he should win the title like tomorrow night. When in reality, couldn't do a forward role. We talked about that. We joked about that for weeks on the show. And Harlan just apparently didn't keep up. But here's the good news. Parker Boudreaux, the guy who plays, he's he's got charisma. He's also smart enough, hopefully, to know that outside of wrestling, there are billions of opportunities for him. He has yeah. friends in much higher places. And if he wants to wrestle, sure, go for it. But I'm telling you now, the guy can make a splash anywhere else in the world and, yeah, and he's got such a look you can just throw him as a body guy in movies like bad movies probably but movies like whatever you want to do like he's got paid different things yeah <clears throat> draco anthony we saw him in a bunch of uh vignettes and then did not go anywhere that happens it is what it is he yeah and like he was, he was good in ring out. but they he just had bad they had a bad character idea for him and it sucks because like i don't know i feel like you gotta fight these people and not like i know what the politics like i assume if you fuss at all you're just fired anyway but like i feel like you might as well take the chance and just fight if it's not going to be a good character because you're doomed like there's like you can you can be a good wrestler if you are if you don't have a good character you're you're screwed like i'm gonna bring this up and and evan this is not an attack on you please don't think it is um he brings up the fact that like wwe firing persia parada after having her moved to an entirely different country is shit that's not a wrestling trope I need people to start understanding that in many businesses, if you take a job, you do have that risk. If you take a a job in a different city, a different country, a different anywhere, you run the risk of losing it. And like every time that someone signs a deal with WWE, it is this. And so now we are getting into WWE specifically. You are told you're not here for, you're here for an opportunity. And yeah, you got to fit whatever mold they're expecting. And that part's horseshit. But like, we got to stop feeling bad and blaming WWE for moving these people because they're making the conscious decision to do it. They're the ones um, who are who are saying that yeah, they're going to they're going to show up, they're going to try their best and it's either going to work or it's not going to work. We have to stop with this whole like poor them, they're being screwed by big business. Every now, business does this. Yeah, and like here's the thing, if they get 3 months of pay out of it, that's way a way better uh parachute than any other regular company. Any corporate jobs giving you like you know, not not the best in terms of severance. I don't know what the laws are even in the US for that. I think it's all at will, so you just screw you. 
Um, the one, and the other thing I'll say, it mentions it's not a stroke, but it thinks there's no stability. Yeah, it does think that there's no st stability. There is it's a, a flaw of our societies generally. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you right now, as a guy who walked away from like entertainment industry, there's no stability in any of those gigs. Like half the half the jobs out there for corporate jobs producing like children's content are only contract based. Like they won't give you a guarantee on anything. Like it, it, it sucks. There's a lot of just employment abuses out there that aren't going away and wwe is just one of many like they're not any worse than anyone else they're just annoying because you have to watch it on tv yep and and that's the whole thing at the end of the day we're still looking at businesses who are employing people these people just happen to be in entertainment they happen to be on tv we happen to invest in them and uh wrestling owes nobody anything at the end of the day that's really what it is but the good news there is there is positive news that comes from these releases everyone on this list has some opportunity whether that's to yeah. go to another company well, in wrestling and do something or to go back to what they were doing before when they were discovered to go and and continue doing the work they were doing there are options there are so many options for these people like i said harland probably doesn't have to go back into wrestling can probably do some pretty good collab work do whatever he wants and be fine. He can throw list. purple devil emojis on absolutely anything. And and I can't believe it. I I I felt like such a shithead. <laughs> two things, two things happened this week. Uh, Sean was doing his Q and A on Fightful Select, and I posted a question about Harlan, and I was like, he hasn't been on TV in two weeks. He just got married. I assume he's off for two weeks because he just got married and not because he's injured. And Sean was like, yeah, probably not. Uh, it, it probably was the marriage. I wasn't told he was hurt. And then that, later on that day. I also unblocked Harlan Parker Boudreaux and I said, congratulations for getting married. I've unblocked you. Here is your gift. And then an hour later, WWE one up your ass. I was like, oh shit. Oh, you think you've got a shitty wedding gift? Watch this. <laughs> oh God. Awful. It was the CM Punk wedding all over again. Either way, it just, it wasn't. Yeah. And I see like, Raylan Raylan Devine is like 6'3 and this beautiful woman and that's great she'll land on her feet she'll be fine so many of these people will be six, fine 6'3 in wrestling in the women's division would have been exciting though but she would have oh, made, made Rhea look funny so God, he follows JG on Twitter he unfollowed me and I was like fuck this guy <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway I just I just wanted to bring to light like should we care about the releases I think the I think we should stop eulogizing these wrestlers when they get released or feeling like it's the end of the world for them. Uh, half of them come back anyway cuz WWE <laughs> just true. cycles people in and out. The thing that pisses me off is the narrative, the lack yeah. of narrative effort put into it. And I'm and not going to let that go about. because it's like what I have to watch these shows to talk about them. Like it's to the point where if you just like sweep story like plot lines under the rug and never address it I, i'm so fed up like i wish i didn't have to watch it because it's just like i don't want to get invested in these characters if there's no ending i specifically don't watch tv shows that get canceled because it it angers me like the ending of glow depressed me so much <laughs> like it's very irritating can the people saying that parker still follows them can you guys go check that because he definitely unfollowed me. <laughs> like, he, he did a whole batch unfollow. So just double check and then come back and be like, he still follows me or son of a bitch. He does. He's unfollowed. That me. would be funny. I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> he, he unfollows people in batches, like thousands batches. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I, the narrative is really what it comes down to. It is, it is trying not the narrative, the storylines and trying to like do the left hand, right hand thing. Like it's one thing to release people. It's another thing to have a storyline in place that writes them off properly. Yeah. Like, I mean, Bivens was there this week. That's annoying. Like, you know, his, his facial expression kind of told the whole story, but like, he's there like, like, man, <laughs> plan ahead a little bit. Like it's very, cause they knew he wasn't re-upping his contract. They could have easily written him off. There's nothing surprising there. Even with Nash Carter, just tell me he died or something. I don't know. Like just make something up. It's fake. You can tell whatever story you want. I don't want to watch a video package of Wesley looking wistful and being depressed about the the seemingly inexplicable disappearance of his tag team partner. Like find him on the beach. Yeah, like explain it. <laughs> Tell me he yeah. died. I don't care what you do. Like you can don't do even do that. Just do a cameo where they find each other on the beach and it was all a dream. Anyway, that's stupid. I'm done with all this. I don't want to talk about about SmackDown because it was a it was a, a SmackDown was awful. 
was fine. It was, it was what off. it was. Well, it, it was not good. Uh, Drew Gulak is going to get involved in that match between Charlotte and Ronda, by the way. For what reason? I don't know. But that seems to be a part of the story. Let's talk about AEW. Let's talk about Dynamite. Let's talk about Dax versus Cash. Great match. Big old, big old Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Mr. Perfect, Razor Ramon, callbacks. Uh, good stuff. I enjoyed it. You I really enjoyed, the match enjoyed too? it. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, didn't need you... CM Punk on commentary. I didn't care about that. But I, So, yeah, it felt like the Punk thing was added because they found out that Hangman has COVID. Uh, yeah. Get well soon. Hopefully he's he's feeling okay and symptomless. Um, says no, he's full of COVID snot. Not, yeah. <laughs> uh, either way, Dax wins, and then they announce the Double or Nothing main event is going to be Punk versus Hangman. And Punk comes out and cuts a little promo and that's that it was good stuff yeah it, that was fine and that's that's why they had punk on the on commentary i just didn't need him saying i don't really like these guys but i was excited but it's like the 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 jumping around to try to explain because of the pinnacle stuff is what it is yeah exactly um either way it was a good match and then we'll see what happens with hangman when he comes back confronting page uh, sorry, Paige is Hangman. Hangman confronting CM Punk. I'm on one today. It's a good time. Uh, what else really stood out from AW for you as we uh, keep going through this? Whole thing? Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Archer and Wardlow was fun. Archer and Wardlow. My God. Just Wardlow just running out and busting out of Hurricane Rana. <laughs> good start. Wardlow. I don't know he, what type of pre work He must have had a bang energy drink because those things give you a heart attack. Um, and like he just. He. <laughs> Just full out sprint for that match. It was incredible. I, I didn't know he had that in him. Like that's a yeah. lot of meat to move around. Yeah, it was it was a good match. He's got better cardio match. than half the MMA guys. Well, like the, the heavyweights in MMA. Like it's just crazy. He's just oh, bananas. I do like the uh the handcuffing of Wardlow in and out of the ring. Is that does that do it for yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. I okay. like it. I like the you I like I like it. I feel it's weird, like. What I don't get is that this is the very first thing we do. It, it makes sense. But like MJF's going to lose this, right? Like they're building Wardlow into a star successfully. Um, I like this story quite a bit. It just seems so weird that it went punk. And then they, like they should have just saved the punk storyline for later with MJF. Well, but. No, because I, I think there's a chance that MJF wins versus Wardlow via you nefarious think? means. And then... Okay. Wardlow maybe gets his win back later, but first later. MJF has to go take on CM Punk. Okay, that's fine. That's potentially yes, CM Punk. new yep. AW You champion. know what? I like that. I like that, actually. Disregard everything I just said. Um, I think How this you... ends really, really well if Tony Khan gets War Pigs. <laughs> like, as I saw someone float that idea as, like, getting the licensing for War Pigs as an entrance theme. Like, calling him War Pig and no music and all that is very funny. And also... I think it would be badass, like the right mix of that, the right cut of that song, like as an entrance theme for Wardlow. You think they'd let Ruckus uh, remix it? I think so. I don't know. Black Sabbath's chill. Like you just need a lot of money. And Tony Khan's got a lot of money. Who owns, who owns their catalog right now? I wouldn't be surprised if you find out it's Sharon. Oh, no, no, no. It's definitely owned by some label. You think so? Probably theirs. It's universal. Hey, you can still send uh, you can still send us something as an opera chat. I mean, a super chat. As an opera chat. <laughs> as an opera chat. Oh. <laughs> you can still send us all your money. Um, yeah, we'll 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 take that. We are self funded. Uh, yeah. So find out who 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 does that. It's Vertigo but... Records owns uh, owns War Pigs. Really so... interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's gettable. Anyway interesting okay i think that would be pretty cool if they got it i don't think that i'm not holding out a whole lot of faith for that but uh yeah, honestly dope. if they do mjf and wardlow at a pay-per-view that's when you debut the new music that's when yeah you would do absolutely it. yeah yeah keep building it up i like this i really really yeah. like what they're doing with this story uh and then later on in the night we had mjf saying i called up a friend hey you need a big match and uh, you can't teach that yeah, I, yeah and, and, and then on when... rampage they further tease it so it looks like w morrissey Big fan of that former big cast, cast XL, whatever it is. Uh, and and like Sean Ross Sapp has pointed out, I'll say it again. Uh, I like the idea of Morrissey being in the same building as Pat Buck, because if you know, you know. I'll, I'll let you and Pat Buck uh, beat the shit out of Morrissey when Morrissey got ornery at, a, at an event. Yeah, this was back when when Cass was drinking. Uh, things have changed. He's much better. So uh, either way, quite enjoyed the idea of W. Morrissey versus Wardlow coming up. I, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that, that does sound like a good match. Oh, I really want that. Anything on Jericho Appreciation Society and Kingston Santana Ortiz? You enjoyed I, it. I love this whole thing. 
I love this whole story. No complaints. Eddie Kingston. I made my wife watch it. I, I made my wife watch Eddie Kingston, like his rebuttal to Jericho because it was so funny to me. <laughs> and it it starts. It's the start. It's right when he's like, shut your mouth. I swear on my mother, you shut your mouth. So one of the 2.0 boys, I can't remember which one. Um, uh, Kingston saying, you know, when you say a hit in our world, you better be prepared to put a man in the ground. He admits well, he, to murder. <laughs> but first of all, no, he doesn't because he tried it in Impact and that kid survived. So, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Clearly Kingston is just talking shit. He can't do nothing. <laughs> But I thought like it was so it was so crazy like just the getting up into Jericho's face Jericho leaning back is like oh you little bitch I smell <laughs> like it was good and then the fireball later on in the night and then the fire, and then he throws a little fire I thought it seems a very Jericho thing to do so I have was, no problem with that like it was it was such a weird yeah I have no problem with any of it I think it's great I love well, that, this that's what it is storyline yeah what one thing again as we we had a lot of issues with how Jericho was uh, being portrayed in AEW. And we talked about how he was very sports entertainment. So what did Jericho do? He leaned into it. He made it Man, into a character. And this made is it what you do in wrestling. Thing. That's it's, what you do. That's you're how you would Sammy do it. You're watching Sammy and Teddy do the same thing successfully right now. Oh, buddy. You want to see Sammy and Teddy get heat. Go watch Triple Mania from last I night. Saw the, I saw the caps and stuff. It looks, yep. This is One exactly of, yeah. great. This is what you do in wrestling. Like things evolve naturally and you lean into them because it, it works. Like it just yeah. works. Uh, Deep and Sheeta have a really good Philly street fight. Mm. One thing I don't like, and so many people have talked about this. I will add to the sentiment. You brought back Sheeta on the rampage going into your last pay-per-view. And that was back in what? March? Late yeah. February? That was a while ago. And it just sucks that we had to wait almost an entire month to get to this match. I didn't like that we, you know, they had little square offs here and there, but it was just really tough to like get into this match as fully as I would have liked to. Um, but again, the match itself, again, it's on the performers to, to make us care and they did it and it was great. It did, and deep like winning it, was the is, right choice. Yeah. And the, the, the story with the knee was actually really, really good because that like that flying knee into the chair outside looked really good. And I thought they sold that pretty well like I, I think it built to a, a great finish and, and she'd using the cloverleaf or uh deep using the cloverleaf that's good graham with the super chat adrenaline in my soul chris jericho is a wizard wizard, <laughs> wizard. We, i have to i have to find the way adrenaline to rhyme it in my soul chris jericho is a wizard see yeah, you do have to do wizard but yeah got the wizard. <laughs> it works though uh yeah it's like it looks like deep versus uh versus thunder rosa, thunder rosa. which i'm fine doing with. the weird sideways watching tv that's how you're supposed to watch tv that's how thunder rosa had a weird expression on her face for that i don't know what emotion she was trying Very to convey but it was, it was like, excitement it looked like i'm on ecstasy but that's fine <laughs> uh and yeah uh, by the way going back to the whole uh mjf calling w morrissey the little easter egg there may have been lexi nair who is morrissey's real life girlfriend oh uh, right. yeah being in that being in that whole thing it was good he was so um, to her <laughs> i missed the house of black segment because i was tending to a child and i didn't go back and watch it sorry um but from what I saw, it looked pretty cool. And then seeing Ray Phoenix yeah. come back was also a, a little added touch. I, I saw a lot of people complaining about his return and saying right. that the fans were, that it was underdone. And I was like, no, it was very good. Like, what did they, they want? They, they complained that the commentary didn't deliver it with enough gusto and that the fans weren't as, I was like, no, the fans were loud. The commentary was fine. I don't know what you want. Ray Phoenix has gone away and come back like eight times because he keeps destroying his body for us. Like, and it then he, he also a had a match at triple mania <laughs> <laughs> did he did he hurt himself again please tell he's me fine no. folks okay. he was in a tag match <laughs> it was questionable he's fine he uh he, him and uh him and uh uh sorry el hijo de viking de, de vikingo i think anyway sorry had a match against the young bucks it was a tag match and by the way sammy and ty get involved at the end of that match too very good shit um yeah anyway it's fine uh phoenix is back i'll go back and watch that segment if you say it was good i'll watch it again it was good i like i don't fuego just getting beaten up and then and then upper is just like hey don't don't touch don't touch masks and then it's yeah. just chaos like house of black looks very disheveled uh the 10 man tag, I don't have anything to add other than Undisputed Elite versus the Bullet Club is going to be great. So, and okay, it was, it. <laughs> it was, it was the Dork Squad versus 
uh red dragon and a couple more dorks like it was very odd like it was fine it was it was a 10 mang tag like but it was certainly the dork squad while julia hart sat on the stairs again the lore i don't care long-term storytelling <laughs> with julia hart right do something just join the house of black like they got out look look their current feudies feuding partners have alex abrahantes you can have julia Hart. yeah there you go it's the same person kyle o'reilly like, is not a dork you leave him alone kyle o'reilly's a giant dork yeah i know they're all i'm dorks. taking that it side. was basically I'm, just dorks long. it was dorks versus dorks it was a massive dork off <laughs> uh and then the contractual tnt ladder match for sammy guevara takes on scorpio sky scorp wins finally scorp wins the tnt title Great oh win. sorry he already won it uh so that was the second time listen man matches match was okay <laughs> thank you not a brother cool kyle that's right <laughs> yeah, yeah. we were making that's fun right. of how much of a dork he was not six months ago <laughs> we spent so much time on cool kyle oh uh, i don't sleep a lot these days so. no it's overrated yeah. uh listen man the, the the ladder match was what it was scorpio wins that makes me happy the way i thought the ladder there, match was pretty good <laughs> no dude the the no selling for random spots kind of bugged the shit out of me yeah okay the very end was clearly a sprint to the finish it, it smacked of that cage match a couple weeks ago with thunder rose yes and, uh, and, yeah uh, and Britt Baker. which they just need to book better like there's so much stuff on this show that keeps that's going to keep happening until they ease up a little bit. There was more than needed to be on this show. Um, the the last spot, yeah, no sold. Someone was telling me that when he's like, I thought I saw that someone was complaining about him nearly killing himself was no sold. But no, they went to picture in picture and he laid on the ground for like two minutes. So I don't, I don't know what that was about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then, of course, Paige Van Zandt comes out. I understand how tough it is to be an MMA fighter who fights regularly, like, and is supposed to hurt you with punches, trying to pull their punches for professional wrestling. I understand that that's difficult. Paige needs to really work on those body I punches because they did not look. Good. I don't get that at all. Not, I'm not a pro fighter, but I don't, I don't think there's any weight to that. You should just be able to do that better. Nah, you got to make them look good. She did not make them look it good. It doesn't seem that hard to make them look good, is what I'm hey, saying. I don't know, know why it's so training. difficult for so many people. Lily and I will talk about it on Grappy Hour because Lily is currently doing wrestling training and also has uh, a background in 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 boxing slash okay hand to hand combat. Let me know. Let me know what that comes with because like I don't know. Just do the rock if you really don't know what you're doing and slap them. Like yeah, that's right. Do do the just open it up at the end. Yeah. Like yeah, that's right. Do or like again man. like even if you make contact if you're a person consciously trying to pull your punch it's just not going to hurt that much so yeah like, I, don't, I, I really like you can still touch them anyway kaz and sky for the tnt title will be good looking forward to yeah. that and uh yeah again the match was a sprint and some of it was good some of it wasn't it could just leave just just let it breathe every week we say the same thing let it let things breathe a little bit I understand that the minute by minute ratings is this huge thing that Tony Khan and the people around him want to see succeed and be big. But at the same time, are you maybe letting things kind of fly by the wayside? Important thing. Here's an idea. Don't give the Jericho Eddie segment so much time, for example. Like it I didn't agree. need to it was a I, I enjoyed the segment, at least the highlights. It went on way too long. Like and then Rampage was fine. Hook and Danhausen yeah, are going to be a tag team. I'm telling you, fine. That was cute. I like Hookhausen. The, the Hook Dan Hook Danhausen bit. I'm glad they're not making them fight because that would have been weird. Dan Hook, Hookhausen. Dan Hook. Yeah, I I don't know. Anyway, and then Darby Allen and Swerve had a really good match. Those two have yeah. experience. We're working with each other. It's a good time. Uh, Keith Lee eats Colton Gunn. Then they're going to yeah. do a tag match. Sure, they got to talk to Daddy first, which is hilarious in the backstage. And uh, Mimosa Joe, Samosa Joe, Ragosa Joe, Samosa Joe, Samoa Joe defeats Trent Barretter and uh, retains his ROH World Television Championship. I really enjoyed having Ian Riccoboni and mm -hmm. Bobby Cruz Agreed. being part of this. One thing that's fun about Ring of Honor under the AEW umbrella is that you can do stuff like that and it changes stuff up a bit. Yeah, I agree. I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. I know Jay we just kind of Jade Cargill had a match, didn't she? Yes, Jade Cargill had a match with the baddies. It was yeah. Jade, Red Velvet, and Kiara Hogan against Willow Nightingale, Trishadora, and Sky Blue. Willow didn't even tag in for the entire match, even though yeah. Willow was on she was on dark elevation. So she had already worked early in the night. Got so it. for whatever reason, they put her in the triple or the, the trios. It whatever it worked. It was 
Jade Velvet and Kiara get the win. It was fine. Mm-hmm. It was fine. The match was good. Um, yeah. But I really do like the entrance that they're doing for Cardinal. I was about. I was just about to say it looks. It looks all excellent. Right, all Kiara. three of them. Yeah, the the baddies thing works when you put wrestlers in. That's what I. That's what we discovered this week. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else? Anything else that's really big this week? We we went a little bit over. I feel like there was something else on Dynamite, but maybe not. Not I can go back. Let, let's take a look. Let's go Dynamite. Was there anything fun, fun and worthwhile? No. Oh, Christian no, being a douche. So I guess <laughs> that's coming. <laughs> yeah, Christian's a dick, and Jungle Boy is also a dick. So everyone. Yeah. So yeah, you think Jungle Boy takes a heel turn? <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if it's jungle boy who does jungle it? boy the bad man <laughs> like what a silly yeah. name jungle jungle bad guy oh my god jungle heel we talked about darby and swerve we were very yeah, quick just, we breezed past it yeah it was, it was good yes diana prazo's on dynamite this week they're gonna finally unify oh, the is, ring yes. of honor women's championship i'm i'm, I'm everyone knows Love me some Mercedes Martinez. We'll talk about that next week on the show. And I'm sure uh, Lily and I will talk about it too on Grab Hour. And uh, Graham adding to it saying mm. Swerve and Darby was epic. It was. It was a very good match. Um, it, we'll, we'll see where it goes. And I see Evan saying Deanna and Martinez might main event. I could see it. Could it could that. be fun. Um, yeah, there we go. I think we got through it. We're, we're, we're not a two-hour podcast. The, yeah, we didn't Saturday, forget. Guys. We didn't forget the thing that isn't hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, we, we let the we, we let just the Saturday don't really guys do that. Do yeah, yeah, we don't we don't preview stuff anymore because we got to the point. So next week on Raw, uh, no, we're not going to do that. Let's uh, let's get out of here though. Tim, 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 tell the people where they can find you on the internet. Well, we couldn't preview what Raw if, if, even if we wanted to. Uh, can they I? can let's find, find out. <laughs> there's nothing up at Tim Stone P T I M B S T O N E P Twitter Instagram. Let's find out. WWE Raw hashtag from WWE tomorrow night. The Bloodline returns to the Red Brand ahead of WrestleMania Backlash. That's nothing. That's just saying the Usos will be there. That's not. That's not an announced anything. Undisputed WWE Champion Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre get involved after order breaks down in a contract signing between Raw Tag Team Champion. No, this is from SmackDown. No. Why are we doing yeah, this? Anything? You failed. <laughs> the only thing is just the Bloodline is going to be on Raw. There we exactly. go. Oh, there, there we go. go. We did it. Nothing. I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. This show is Tim and Joel Call in the Ring. This, this is the channel is Fightful Overbooked. Subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooked. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next video. Cheers. <laughs>